Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Wednesday, November 3rd. I'm Steve Baker. First, there wasn't a food and toy run this year, but now there may be one. More on that later, but first, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, sunny, high near 66. Tonight, showers likely after 11 p.m., low of 49. Precipitation about a quarter to a half an inch possible. Tomorrow, showers likely before 11 a.m., and then gradual clearing and a high of 58. Sacramento today, patchy fog before noon, otherwise partly sunny to sunny and a high of 70. Tonight, a chance of showers after midnight and a low of 57. Tomorrow, chance of showers in the morning, gradual clearing and a high of 68. Truckee Tahoe today, sunny, high near 62. Tonight, chance of rain, low of 34. Thursday, rain likely in the morning, mostly cloudy becoming sunny and a high of 51. And Placerville today, sunny skies and a high of 67. Angels Camp today, partly cloudy and a high of 71. Nevada County Public Health reports one new COVID-19 case yesterday. Out of 9,084 cases since the start of the pandemic, 153 are active. 12 people are hospitalized, up one from the day before. Yes, Virginia, there is a toy run this year. Or at least one is now being planned. KVMR's Joyce Miller has this report. The Union of Grass Valley reports that a local group has come to the rescue of the previously canceled Nevada County toy run. There's a small group of us that came together to do our own toy run in tradition with what's been happening for the last 29 years, said Chelsea Bueller, one of the event's organizers. The Nevada County Food and Toy Run's longtime organizer, Tom Stacer, said last month that the event was over. Since 1991, motorcyclists had gathered during the yearly holiday event to ride through Nevada City and Grass Valley and deliver food and toy donations to benefit families in need. Bueller said she, her children, and other relatives had volunteered with the toy run in the past and that she had been watching it every year for as long as she can remember. Bueller said she and three other organizers are planning the toy run for the second Saturday of December. This year, that's December 11th, the same day the event has traditionally been held in the past. Thanks, Joyce. According to organizer Lorraine Reich, a community oversight task force that has been studying the policies and practices of Nevada County law enforcement will report its findings and make recommendations at a meeting this Friday, 6 p.m., at the Madeline Helling Library Community Room just outside Nevada City. The task force will present its findings in person in the library community room. The meeting can also be accessed by a Zoom link available on Reich's Facebook page. The self-appointed oversight task force was created in the wake of the August 9, 2020 Black Lives Matter protest in downtown Nevada City. This from the Sacramento Bee, California's top utilities regulator has blasted PG&E over a recent rash of blackouts designed to avert wildfires, citing the obvious flaws in PG&E's approach. Mary Bell Batcher, the president of California's Public Utilities Commission, has scolded 
the chief executive of PG&E, over a new safety initiative called Fast Trip, or Enhanced Powerline Safety Settings. The program calls for PG&E to ramp up the sensitivity of the circuit breakers on major stretches of the utility's grid, triggering automatic blackouts when power equipment comes into contact with an animal, a tree, or something else that could lead to a fire. In her letter, Batcher says more than 500 blackouts have occurred since the program started in late July affecting more than 560,000 homes and businesses. Some customers have been hit more than once. She writes, while I acknowledge how critical it is to public safety to reduce the risk of utility-ignited wildfires, it appears PG&E decided to implement fast-trip settings this summer with little forethought. And this just in from you, Bennett. Did you and only you lose power? A reader has alerted us to a new type of power outage, the single customer outage. PG&E's website has this cryptic announcement. Due to a technical issue, a series of single customer outages are being experienced system-wide. PG&E teams are currently working to resolve the issues. We expect power to be restored in a few hours. We appreciate your patience. Throughout their territory, PG&E reports over 3,400 unplanned outages, currently 28 single customer outages in Nevada County, 165 in Placer, 36 in Yuba, 66 in El Dorado, and so on, says Ubanet. And back to the B, PG&E says the Dixie Fire will cost the utility at least $1.15 billion and has triggered a federal investigation. Already under investigation by CAL FIRE in connection with the second largest wildfire in the state's history, PG&E says in a regulatory filing Monday that it has received a subpoena from the U.S. Attorney's Office in Sacramento over its potential role in the Dixie megafire. Well, early polling last year for the California recall election indicated Governor Newsom might have a problem with the Latino vote. The survey is suggesting Latino voters were split about retaining the Democratic governor, making them a closely watched group during the recall election. In the end, Latino voters were more likely to vote to keep Newsom in office than non-Latino voters in the recall election, according to a new analysis of how Hispanics cast their vote ballots in 18 California counties by the Latino Policy and Politics Initiative. This according to the Sacramento Bee. Overall, researchers estimate that nearly 78.1% of Latino voters who cast ballots voted against the recall. Latino support for Governor Newsom was higher than non-Latino support, says Michael Rios, a research analyst at the Latino Policy and Politics Initiative. Birthdays today include to Sir With Love singer Lulu at 73, comedian-turned-outcast Roseanne Barr of Roseanne turned 69, comedian Dennis Miller is 68, and singer Adam Ant, 67. And now stay tuned as we return to the groovy sounds of the Wednesday Morning Show with Lisa Lilly.